We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. And we're back, folks. Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind. My name is Jake. Hello, Zane. Hello, hello, Jake. Yo, how are you doing today? I mean, I'm... aside from that, obviously, that's a, that's a red flag, but, you know. <laughs> Dude, we ran out of Red Bulls. If you're if you're listening, Red uh-huh. Bulls, so now I'm taking on some uh, some coffee, some rock, and some Wawa. So well, how are you feeling, though? You know, I'm chilling. Uh, I think last week we briefly mentioned that my eyes are slowly going. I yes. actually had a moment. This is funny. I had a moment earlier this week for a good 30 minutes where I couldn't see my like my hand at this distance away from That's not terrifying at all. That's the kind of thing that would literally <laughs> – I, I would freak me out. I don't know if I'd go to the doctor, but uh, – Well, to be fair, is this happening, it's not happened to me before. Like, so it's, it always gets better. Yeah, so we're yeah, falling apart over here at, at Esports <laughs> Talk. But as we fall apart, yeah, you guys are rising up. Thanks mm. for all the support, all the comments, likes, subs. Uh, you guys are dope, dope. Zan, want to hit him with an intro? Yeah, yeah, as per usual, please do not forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. It does actually help the channel out quite a bit. We try not to ask too often, but we got to, like, every now and again, like, you know, slip it in there. Uh, aside from that, though, as always, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network with a lot of other fantastic esports shows. So. Indeed. Ready to roll? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's hit him with it. And I'm going to hit you with the first story, Zan, that I know, or at least I think I know, that you have not heard about yet. Because Mm. as of this morning, 
This podcast is a, is a weekly pre-record, but I, I think I'm going to reach out for a future one. I've been called out by my first mother, and I worded that terribly. I I have heard about this. Oh, you have? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I've been called out by a mother for the first time. Mm. I was actually, uh, I'm always on Twitter just about every hour of the day. You guys are great. You mention me a lot. All of a sudden, I got these mentions uh, adding me and Hiko. And so I go to Hiko's stream, and all of a sudden, his mother is uh, on the stream with him. Mm. And there, there's going to be a long clip out there, probably a video out already. And I, I already reached out. I'm going to follow her on Twitter for a follow-up. If she does want to talk to me, I'm always down because I think it's going to be a great discussion and a great turning point for this channel. Oh, yeah, Just, absolutely. She can, like, fix the name. She can be like, okay, lucky a little bit too. It's a risque. You it know, is. And I circles. think she made some really good points. <laughs> now, if you guys want a background, I actually talked about Hunter Thieves and Hiko in the forming of that Valorant roster. Um, it was actually last week Hiko's mom made a tweet, a reply to one of his tweets saying the team needed roster changes. Now, she claims that I changed that tweet. I just screenshotted the tweet, guys. I didn't change. Uh, Zan knows I don't edit things. I don't know how to edit things. No, yeah. You, I'm not that technically savvy. You're not the reading type, I, like, really. Like, I, you, know, you, just, I, you just chill, you get the work done, and you leave it. Yeah, I simply showed the screenshot, talked about it, gave background information. Um, she went even further. And again, I, I guys, I got no hard feelings, okay? Mm. I, if she watched my full video, I got nothing but love for all the passionate moms and parents out there. Uh, I think my mom would do something very similar <laughs> as to how she uh, reacted until... We now have three to four minutes of Hiko talking with his mom. She has called me, uh, she said Jake Lucky is a stripper name. Uh, so she has referred to me as a stripper. And then she went on and, and called me Jake Unlucky and, and then and claimed a lot of other things. Got I, him. She, she called me out for leaving things out and, and falsifying tweets. I don't know. It was a large uh, thing. I'm going to reach out. We'll see if anything comes of it. Either way, there will be at least a follow-up video because... It's just, it's great time to be alive. You know, all I can say is it's fantastic to see so many parents getting involved in esports nowadays. I really do love it. It wasn't like this, like two or three years ago. No. And now all of a sudden, everybody's popping off. And like, I understand. <laughs> and if she watched my full video, she I mm. played it very carefully. And I compared her to, a, I would say, a very crazy example. Remember Sensor's dad? Yeah, yeah. He, He's like my first thought when yeah. I think of parents. And he owned, <laughs> he, even he would say what he did was whack, okay? Yeah, and and yeah. everyone knew it was whack. What she did was not that bad. I just want to talk about it, okay? <laughs> That's what we do here at Esports Talk. So we've been called out by our first mother, and uh, we'll see what happens next. All right, Jake. Uh, you know, one of the biggest stories in the past week, likely to be continuing for the next several months, is the lawsuit that Epic Games has mm. issued against Apple and now Google in the follow-up. And I'm not going to retread too much ground because, of course, you already have some videos out on it. I'm sure yep. we'll be covering it more in the days to come. I kind of wanted to talk more broadly about what this lawsuit means, not just for Epic Games, but for every other game developer and for every other app producer in general. I think and, that's a, a good point to touch on that a lot of mm. people probably won't. So I'm interested to hear this myself. Yeah, definitely. Um, so at the crux of the issue, as you guys all know, Fortnite got removed from the App Store as well as the Google Play Store because Epic wanted to allow people to pay them directly instead of paying through the app, which gave a cut to Google as well as Apple, right? Um, now, the issue that they're bringing forward in the lawsuit is not the exact percentage of the cut per se. It's something called antitrust, which antitrust refers to uh, when a company, these are laws designed to prevent any company from locking down a monopoly of a certain industry or any like broad set of like usage. Like for example, in this case, Apple owns the iPhone, they own the app store. Everybody has a phone or most people have a, a phone and they control what goes on their platform, how it goes on their platform, mm -hmm. et cetera, because you know, it's their platform at the end of the day. Um, so what Epic is trying to do, essentially, is get more freedom to do whatever they want and also allow other people to do the same. 
in this case specifically, uh, I think they're taking issue with Apple and Google and their more restrictive practices on their applications, such as the fact that Epic, uh, a couple, I believe last year, actually tried to release another version of Fortnite on Android phones that would have run at a 90 hertz frame rate, or refresh rate, sorry. Basically, that just means the game would look a lot smoother, right? Mm -hmm. Not every phone is capable of doing that, of course, so this would only be available on uh, phones by OnePlus and LG. Epic was like, hey, that's all we're trying to do, you know, and they're going to make the app downloadable from, like, the LG or, like, OnePlus stores because it wouldn't make sense to have two versions of Fortnite in the Google Play Store. Yeah. It would just confuse people, you know? And Google was like, yeah, but no, though. Just, just no, you can't do that. It has to be the one version on the store, and that's it. Nothing else. And then Epic was like, well... That's that. We gotta be. We gotta be on the Play Store, and that's kind of the issue that this lawsuit is trying to address to allow companies a little bit more freedom to do whatever they want in that circumstance. Mm -hmm. Of course, the money comes into play here. Of course, Epic wants to be making that yeah. those sweet, sweet microtransaction dollars. Oh, you know, yeah, baby. absolutely. The freaking crypto. <laughs> yeah, but the whole reason that Epic is targeting Apple specifically is because Apple is already under investigation for antitrust. An investigation actually just opened against them in the EU, uh, led by Spotify. I think, uh, yeah, okay. So we just saw all this breaking out. I mm. think it is uh, coincidentally timed, all of this stuff oh, coming not out. Not coincidental at all. <laughs> I'm 100% sure Epic saw that the lawsuit, the investigation is starting against Apple. And they're like, okay, they're already in hot water. And by pushing this like trailer, painting them as like this fascist, like really insular develop. Uh, I don't even know what you would call Apple in this circumstance. Conglomerate? Yeah. Yeah, I feel feel like it's too small to just call them a business at this yeah. stage. Um, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they really just wanted to shift public opinion in their favor and piggyback off of this other investigation against Apple to hopefully get, like, a win here. Yeah. But, and this is definitely something that the whole time you've been talking, I want you to know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. nodding my head, but mm -hmm. it's a lot of this, I'm with you guys, okay? A lot of it's certainly not necessarily my ground to play yeah, on. Yeah. Um, I think you touch on a lot of things that many people, at least in our scene, aren't going to get the full scope of, and it does make a lot of sense. It is kind of a bit ironic, though, coming from a company like mm. Epic Games, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. And it can be tough to see someone going after Apple when they themselves have their own... Yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily hot water, but ties mm -hmm. to, you know, companies like Tencent. So there are certainly a lot of problematic things Epic does, and I will not I will never take Epic's side yeah. on like this, like not not even fully. I just think like there is a argument to be made against Apple and Google in this case. Certainly. Like uh, for example, I don't know if you know this, but Microsoft and Nvidia and Stadia all wanted to be on Apple, right? Cuz why not? Mm -hmm. And they can't because Apple just straight up won't allow it. And that has been confirmed recently by Microsoft. They say, like, yeah, we wanted to, and then Apple was just like, hmm. I think it's so, probably <laughs> tough for us to fathom all the background nitty-gritty details of how monopolistic or maybe in Tim Sweeney's words, oppressive a company mm. like Apple or Google can be, yeah, especially, definitely. you know. And again, Epic maybe not playing by the rules by, you know, trying to bypass mm. that 30% yeah. by, bypass mm. as well. The, certainly both sides here are going to have their arguments be made. Mm. Uh, one last bit on that, because I just found this out this morning. Apparently, they're technically not breaking the rules. Really? In a weird, in a weird way. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like obviously, Apple and Google both have rules that say you can't have purchases go outside the app. Right? Yeah. Actually, they have another rule that applies to that first rule that says, hey. It's totally fine if you have purchases outside the app, if these purchases can be used elsewhere as well. And because V-Bucks can be used on console, on PC, on just about anywhere else where okay. you can play Fortnite, 
technically Epic should be allowed to sell them outside of the app itself. And we're yeah, and now we're definitely getting areas where it's <laughs> yeah. like okay, there's, there's certainly it's, it's, it's weird. So many talking points to break down. Either mm. way. Um, I think, you know, you put it best. There, there's not a side to take here. It's mm. just going to be transformative for a lot of other people in the market, in the space. And we will see how the Epic Games versus Google versus Apple War wages on. And we'll keep on breaking it down for you guys as it does. And before the next topic, guys, a few quick words from this week's partners. From tight muscles, tough workouts, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Wersland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. He created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic but still contain up to 30% filler. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their own CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire. But only until Labor Day, go right now to theragun.com slash bluewire. It's Sunday, 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 and they're coming back to the NFL with NFLSundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And now... Back to the next topic. All right, Zan. Uh, definitely not a very fun story to cover, mm. but I find it most appropriate to give these kind of things some time as well as maybe break them down as a segment on here. Uh, and it's just kind of the tragedies in esports and gaming that we do face from time to time. Unfortunately so, we've actually broken down a lot of these so mm. far this year, uh, whether it be with streamers, personalities, and pro players alike. Uh, this past week, it was actually G2 Valorant Pro, known as David. And if you guys don't know, coming from the Counter-Strike scene, G2's lineup, a great-looking lineup. David, a great guy as well. Uh, I've conversed with him back and forth on Twitter. And just uh, this past week, heartbreaking stuff, as it was actually mid-tournament, mid-match, where I believe he found out of his father's passing. And I'll keep this brief. I'll keep this short. We've actually seen this again recently. It was the Minnesota Rocker, I believe, head coach Brian as well. Um, he recently... Had, had lost a father. Uh, we've talked about in the way, way past. A Counter-Strike pro known as Taco lost his father mid-event and continued playing. David uh, taking from those those same shoes. I, I don't know how. As he did continue to play, I do believe, the next day as well. And uh, as the entire G2 family and the entire community did back him up, uh, his tweet, of course, taking off, and rightfully so, with his words. It, I, don't, I don't even know where to take this one because it, it was it was really, really heartbreaking to read mm. these kind of things because you instantly think of your own you know personal matters if this were to happen to you. And I, I really cannot fathom that that tragic of an event, to be mm. honest. Yeah, especially happening right in the middle of an event. That's got to derail his entire thought process like for weeks, let alone for the time he's got to put in to be focused and active and playing at like the peak of his abilities. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if you guys, if you guys want to please uh, check him out. Yeah. The amount of love and responses he got from countless figures out there, it, it was so touching. 
and I, I know that he was touched as well. Uh, it just it's it's crazy the things we have to you know see a lot of pros and creators go through. But you know these things do happen. And I got nothing re- but respect for the guy. He did mm. keep on playing as well for that G two roster, who again has his back, and uh, they are his his new family. I, I just wanted to say something because I I literally. I don't know. That was. These are the kind of stories that really kind of make you sit back and really want to appreciate those closest mm. to you. That call your family, call your friends, and uh, it's unfortunately something we ha- we have to go through time and time again. Uh, but I do like shedding light on it because it's amazing to see how you guys respond and react to it as well. Yeah, definitely. I think we we could end by just saying thank you to the entire community for like how they responded to this and how much support and how much love was outpouring. Like it was purely just like all positive vibes. Everybody just trying to be there for him. Truly, it's like amazing to see. It really is. Yeah, and of course, David, and of course, you and your family, uh, the G two family as well, uh, in our thoughts and prayers as this does progress. <sighs> Jake, 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 Jake. I just blew one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. he going to save it? Yeah, is he yeah. going to cut? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry if I made you sad. Uh, no, 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 not even that. This is like me being sad about the other thing I'm going to talk about, although it's much less serious, of course. It's just, you know, me being disappointed. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we should probably just restart. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> All right, Jake. So I've got, a, I've got a question for you I think a lot of people can relate to. Uh, have you ever been in like a really, really sucky relationship? One okay. that like I don't like your tone right off the bat. Like, <laughs> I, can t- I can tell by the way you sound. <laughs> to answer your question, no, yes, honestly, I forgot what your question was. You said <laughs> you said sucky relationship, and I already connected. Uh huh. Oh, well, let's say, let's say a bad relationship, one where like you know things just aren't working out, where the other person is just letting you down time and time again. They keep promising you that they're listening, that they're gonna be better, they're gonna do better, and every single time they have a chance to prove it, they just you know they fall short, do the same old stuff. Once again, I'm not a personal. I'm not mm. a personal victim of this. I've certainly witnessed something similar. But where yeah. are you? Where are you going with this <laughs> sad-sounding story? Well, I I just wanted to officially state that I I've been in a very toxic relationship for a very extended period of time, and I think I'm done. I got to look after me now, and so I am breaking up with Activision Blizzard. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! You guys have no idea. I know Zan, and I know his girlfriend, and yeah. I was. I, thought you, I literally thought you were. I don't know. I I knew you weren't but i kind of was like is he talking about his girl well you know i wouldn't be because like i love her very much she was great we're very happy but no hey hey acty b yo yeah she'd be acting up for a long time exactly so, yeah, I, I think we're everyone watching is about to break ties with acty b so hit, mm-hmm. hit me up with mm-hmm. it why why it's like you know once again they've made such a wild move that i've just got to be like Nah, I'm out. I'm out, fam. I can't. Obviously, as a professional, I still love them. I'm still very interested in everything they do. But as a fan, as a consumer, I got to stop. Got to cut it. Because this week, Activision Blizzard announced the new dude is going to be in charge of heading their esports, like broadcasting, really like driving the ship for CDL and OWL. And for some reason, they were like, let's get this dude from the traditional sports side. From the Major League Baseball arena. Not enough people. <laughs> and there's not enough outlets that do video format. I'm, mm. I'm thankful that we have this. Not enough people are talking about this. They aren't. They really aren't. And, and to, to really quickly, I thought you were going to maybe talk about the Call of Duty League issues, mm. the Overwatch issues, by the way, the current Warzone issues, one of the most broken games currently on the market, but also the most popular game mm-hmm. on the market. But mm. no, we're talking about an acquirement. We, uh, please dive in. I, I am ready for All this. the other issues are why I hate this decision so much and why I'm just like angry about it. Because 
the whole reason they're bringing this dude in, right? And this is from Bobby Kotick, uh, you know, the head of Activision Blizzard, is because they're like, hey, you know what CDL, Overwatch, and, and like the Overwatch League really need? They need more of that traditional sports vibe. They need that, like, you know, that MLB <clears throat> on TV presence. They need these huge live events. And the thing is, this has been the one thing that people have been saying they don't want. That this has been the one thing that people have been pointing to as, hey, this is probably why OWL and CDLL have so many problems. They try to work too much like traditional sports. I cannot stress enough how much I'm with you here. Yeah. Now, I don't know the background of the guy. I think he can probably offer a lot of experience when it comes time for television and mainstream broadcasts oh, slash, slash sports. Mm -hmm. Is that the right person for this role, for, for the way that these leagues are going, which by the way, it's a frequent debate that these leagues should not have been franchised in the first place. Mm. It's a frequent debate that Bobby Kotick gave out favors uh, for these OWL-CDL franchise owners who are friends of his, who only bought into the franchise league because they're friends mm. of Bobby Kotick. And so it's tough to look past, this is my opinion by the way, uh, you guys of course feel free to think what you want, but it's tough to look past the fact that this might be another favor handed out to a friend from the MLB to say, hey, come on to ActiV. In the, mm. You know, be a be a top top notch figure out there without having any esports and gaming experience. I want you in a role around esports and gaming, especially without addressing any of the several problems with the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League, and just pretending that like I don't. I think overall, <sighs> live events and the broadcast for OWL CDL, those have been pretty solid in a lot of ways. You yes, know, there's good yes. stuff there. I don't think that's the problem that needs to be fixed, and. What Bobby Picotic pointed to specifically as an example of what this dude could bring to the table just had me furious. He mentioned very specifically, like, oh, you know, all those Korean players that, um, you know, came to the U.S. to play Overwatch and then, you know, they left uh, after they and they didn't really see much of a future in their Overwatch pro careers. I think uh, what what this guy can bring bring to the table is, you know, telling more of those stories because I think that's what people really want to see. And I was like, really. You want to tell the stories of the Korean pros who left because they didn't see a future in the league and hated playing and didn't want to play? And like maybe just didn't like living in the US? Like that's what you want to use to promote your thing that's not doing well? I got to at least play advocate. I have uh -huh. not looked fully into depth of the announcement because mm. at face value I saw it and got so frustrated by it. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people did. So again, feel free to correct us if we missed anything that's crucial. I mm. just don't see what this adds. <laughs> Yeah, neither do I. I really don't. It's another title position that probably mm. will not change anything that we know of, at least in the near future. It might be a great thing for the future, but it, given, I think a lot of people can agree, given the background and especially prior events, mm. it's tough to trust these moves anymore. Absolutely. Especially because time and time again, they don't work. Yeah, it's like, like you, see, you, know, you see even Epic Games, they snipe yeah. Activ Activision Blizzard talent, right? Mm -hmm. they, they snipe the names, I, yeah. I, maybe bad phrasing, they take the big names that have ties to esports and gaming. Meanwhile, what does Activision Blizzard do? They take the big, big names baseball in sports, games, like, the big baseball boys. Like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't, it's weird. You know, cool, baseball is cool, but hey, baseball is not esports. Very, very different things. But it could be, Sam. But it <laughs> won't be. I think, I, I, I hate I hate the fact that this is the first thing that comes to mind. We're like, Bobby, let me let me talk to Bobby real quick. He's Bobby, scary. Please <laughs> yeah. be careful. No, no, like I'm saying, I'm trying to help Bobby. This he is scares me. me. This is me trying to help Bobby. Bobby, I know you want that money. We all know you want that money. Bobby making that bread. We, he's already making that Bobby dough. Bobby making bread. Which is why I'm like, I don't know why he's always trying to do like multiply how much money he's making. You're chilling, my my dude. You don't really need to like be <laughs> mogul, dude. But this is not the way forward to make yourself more money on this long term. <laughs> make this esports stable. Make the game solid. 
fix the other problems in the league. TV is not like a magic fix-all. Like, oh, just because we're on ESPN, we're obviously going to be making 15 more million dollars. Like, I, you know, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll cool off. Yeah. Please give us your thoughts on this. Yeah, you we'd know, love to know what you guys have It'd to be say. an ongoing topic of the future of Activision Blizzard and the moves they do make, which mm. continue to intrigue a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, kind of a crazy story out there. We mm. saw some returns. Again, I got to remind you guys, this podcast is actually a week ahead, so we do not know what's happening with Ninja, but I don't think anything will be happening anytime soon not with the guy. in the next couple days, at least. I think we're safe. We can hope, yeah. because something that did happen this past week <laughs> is Doc and Shroud both returning in the same week and hitting some gigantic numbers. Mm. Now, we cannot confirm to you guys the numbers because I think a lot of people overlook the, the fact that both YouTube and Twitch display numbers, they can be... Uh, a bit fishy. Yeah, a little finicky. So we don't know as of right now. Yes, peak viewership, the numbers we did see did show Shroud above Doc. Uh, of course, Twitch versus YouTube, you can debate, you know, the time of day, the game chosen, the mm. hype behind the guys. Mm. It doesn't matter. They both smashed. I mean, absolutely obliterated. Those are big boy numbers. Whacked, Those dude. are like big, big boy numbers. Like, like bro, if I would have told you, like, uh, I don't know, five months ago or uh, last year, we were mm. going to be seeing a couple guys breaking half a million concurrence on their returns. Yeah, just chilling. First of know, all, like, you would have said return. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they go? Were they? <laughs> <laughs> but either way, both probably uh, breaking, of course, 500,000 viewers apiece. And the, the debate here, of course, for you guys to answer to as well, has, has this hurt? ninja's position in the market you know what and i think that's a very fair question and i think the answer right now is no because the market doesn't know yet mm, that's a fair point the market <clears throat> itself like the people who are making these deals who are signing people to like huge like sponsorship arrangements <coughs> pardon me oh excuse you yeah yeah little you know hiccup in the throat but like i <clears throat> as we were we've been talking about this a lot in the office lately actually that people are acting like ninja has still been pulling the same numbers that he was a couple years ago when he's still doing amazingly yes he's still doing phenomenally he's still a top tier streamer absolutely but his numbers are not like he's fallen way behind a lot of the other members of the top echelon of streaming i totally agree and maybe this is just me but if I'm if I'm on Twitch or if I'm with YouTube, if I'm a guy like Fwiz, I, mm. I think, you know, outside looking in, if we're talking about traditional sports people, they might offer Ninja some big deals because they don't know exactly what a Twitch staff or a YouTube staff might. Mm. If I'm YouTube, I'm like, hey, for now we got Doc. We haven't even signed the guy. Right. And, and he's bringing in some streamers who might want to cross over to our platform because he shows the strength of the YouTube platform. If I'm Twitch, I'm like, hey... You know, yeah, we lost Doc. We got Shroud and a bunch of other streamers who still want to stick to our platform. Do we need Ninja? The, the mm. question is, if you're Twitch or YouTube right now and you look at Ninja, who is not even comparable in viewership to Shroud or Doc, do you do you ask yourself, do we need Ninja? It, are people going to naturally come to us because YouTube, hey, mm. they're big already. Yeah. And, and Twitch is like, hey, we're number one. We're doing just fine. And we, and we see Ninja point a third or a fourth of the viewership numbers that Doc and Shroud are. Do we focus elsewhere? Is he really worth any big money anymore? And again, that's just, I'm just asking the question. That's all I'm doing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I think these teams are very, very smart. And they think, okay, if I'm YouTube, I'm thinking, all right, Ninja, go back to Twitch. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are actually have a good relationship. Go back, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I don't know if YouTube needs him. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely fair, and I'm absolutely sure, or not absolutely, but I'm fairly confident that the immediate follow-up in, in these meetings, if Twitch staff asks, do we need Ninja? They, like, they go, hey, we're the number one platform. If he really wants to pull big numbers, he's going to be here yeah. anyway, right? And they don't 
need to need to throw money at him because they don't really need to promote Twitch anymore. Mm -hmm. YouTube's probably over here thinking we have the only VOD platform that's functional, really, at yeah. the end of the day. So he's going to be there one way or the other, so they get ninja views. It's so, it's so hard, dude. Maybe Facebook Gaming will be like, hey, swing we're, through. We're still here. Yeah. I, again, we're not in the negotiation rooms. We yeah. have so little knowledge compared to what their teams do, so we don't mean to offend anybody, but certainly it's got to be it's got to be a weird time mm -hmm. for a guy like Ninja to come back, and then all of a sudden, unfortunately, Unfortunately, maybe so. We got Shroud and Doc following up with even bigger shows. He's mm. no longer the big pole he once was. Still gigantic, but is he big enough to field a big offer from both Twitch and YouTube? Or, or is one side leaving him hanging with no options? Uh, I think we'll find out in the near future. Yeah, who, who knows? knows when? Who knows? But when we do, uh, as per usual, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Been wild weeks over here. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, seriously, before even Zan gets into it, guys, mm. thank you for all the DMs. So many countless videos happen because of you guys who mention us, who DM us. I mean, on both of our Twitters, the main mm. and my own. It's, it is, I cannot thank you guys enough. All the comments, the support, the engagement. You guys truly make our days a lot easier, at least for me. Zan. You want to hit him with that outro? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, let's try to speed run this one. All right, guys. Uh, as per usual, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network on iTunes, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen to your podcast on the go, on your mobile phones, on you know your web browser. Even find us there. Download an episode. It does help support us. Huge shout out to them. They helped run our ads. They're negotiating some other stuff for us right now. Big announcements coming soon on that front. On a side note, though, if you'd like to come and like you know leave us one of those messages that help us out a lot. You know, if you have a story that you think should be talked about, by all means. Send us a message on Twitter at talk underscore esports, Instagram esports underscore talk. Leave a comment on our website, even esportstalk.com, with other daily new esports news content. By all means, shout out to our audio listeners who tuned in via the production <laughs> esports network. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we really appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, check out our content on e YouTube at esports talk. And I think that's just about it. Hey, Kay gamers, we'll catch you back here same time next week with the Esports Rewind Podcast. Until then, take care of yourselves. Stay hydrated. Okay. Bye. And one last word from our sponsors. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, BetOnline sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit BetOnline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts.